0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, February 23rd. I'm Sarah Reif. The Mendocino County Cannabis Program is holding public meetings separate from the Board of Supervisors where participants can explore the often confusing minutiae of ever-changing cannabis policy in a venue of their own. Last week was the first Friday morning meeting where applicants discussed following permits or what it means to take a break from cultivating without walking away from the program altogether. Much of the discussion revolved around taxes, since participants in one of the following options would continue to be liable for the minimum cultivation tax, and some growers said they'd need a more gradual process for the following to be beneficial. Cannabis program manager Kristen Nevidal presented the two ways that are available for cultivators to pause without withdrawing from the program. Cultivators who already have their permits can file a notice of non-cultivation instead of an application to renew the permit. They will not be required to pay the minimum tax while they're not cultivating, but Nemidal said they must abide by certain rules. Okay, so for
1: permit holders, when you go on notice of non-cultivation, you must acknowledge and declare that you have ceased all cannabis cultivation activities, including processing, sales, right? And you cannot have um, cannabis on-site in excess of personal Cannabis amounts. Right, you have to cease all activities. Violating the prohibition on cultivating in excess of personal cultivation or conducting sales and or conducting processing um, is considered a violation of county code, subject to administration citation and penalties, and may be followed by nuisance abatement procedures. The permit holder must consent to inspection by Mendocino County at any time and without any notice. So. Um, General inspection protocols pursuant to 10A17 is that we provide 24 hours notice before inspection. However, with notice of non-cultivation, it removes the 24-hour notice for inspection. The permit holder may only file a notice of non-cultivation once during a five-year period.
0: But many cultivators are still in the application process. If a grower who is an applicant for a permit wants to take a break, they have to file a notice of application stay, which does not halt the processing of the application. It does include an inspection that applicants have to pay for, a cessation of all cannabis business activities, and a continued tax obligation.
1: Um, There's no fee associated with filing a notice of application stay. And a notice of application stay may be filed in order to prevent the denial of an application for a phase one permit based on inactivity for a one year period. Um, Filing a notice of an application stay does not relieve the tax burden for the applicant. However, the applicant may file an appeal the
0: following spring. Paul Hansberry of Lovingly and Legally Grown had some objections.
2: The NAS has tax tax ramifications, but the non-op doesn't that makes absolutely no sense but you're able to go and appeal but it still costs you 341 dollars and some odd cents just to do the appeal when it's a slam dunk and automatically it would be accepted um yeah but you still have to pay that money that makes no sense whatsoever um the the people if they have a problem with a family member or for financial reasons, or for whatever reason that they have to stop cultivating, they shouldn't be, you know, applied with the tax burden. Further, the notification to the states, which which conceivably could jeopardize um, the person's permit on the state level,
0: And a woman named Tamar, who said she has an embossed receipt, highlighted her status as a taxpayer.
3: The reason why I would say that you wouldn't be growing is because you can't sell your weed. And so saying that you have to liquidate and remove all cannabis from the property makes it really not very much of a real viable option. If you have to get rid of everything that you can't sell, you still have to pay taxes and you have to deal with all the paperwork. It's not a helpful way to keep people in the program, keep taxpayers in the program for years to come.
0: Blair O'Clair had a suggestion that piqued Nevidal's interest about paying taxes only on products sold, but not the minimum cultivation or the adjusted true-up tax. It's very likely that needing to fallow and selling products will be overlapping. Many distributors
3: charge a per-monthly fee for storage, and I think that they would still have to pay the cultivation tax on the county level for products sold, uh, but what we're talking about not having to pay a minimum cultivation tax is during that time that they're actually not cultivating for that year.
1: Under Underfalling, maybe it's the true op that's eliminated, but if folks are allowed to maintain product and material on site that they would then be required to file their gross receipts upon selling material so that they then paid taxes on any gross receipts that occurred during the following period. Was I I understanding that
3: suggestion? Yeah during the you know the year that they're following they would not be accountable for having to pay a, a true up tax. And then that would also like I think other callers had suggested too, then we don't ha- then somebody doesn't have to then have to deal with the stress of um, having to
0: do a- an appeal for the taxes and more paperwork and more money. Cannabis program meetings are Friday mornings at 8.30. And today, from 3.30 to 5 p.m., Nevada will discuss a direct grant program intended in part to help applicants satisfy environmental requirements. Interested parties can sign up for Canon Notes through the program's website to receive notices of the webinars. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.